And good morning and welcome to it. Tracy Morgan in with you. Welcome to Let's Talk. This is our half hour that we get to talk to great professionals in and around the area about issues that are important to you. And today is our day with Quality Life Services. And we talk to Quality Life quite often. So it'll be nice to talk with them, get an update on where they are with visitation and vaccines. And we're going to talk about a particular survey that is sent out to families and and getting the family feedback and what they're saying right now. So we'll do all of that this half hour. And before we do, let me tell you all the different ways that you can listen, because of course you do have us on the radio. If you're going digital, which most of us have, you have an app that would go on your smartphone. You have Alexa that you can say, Alexa, play WISR 680. And then, of course, you can listen to our stream online. You'd have to go onto our website for that. So you go WISR680.com. There's a big old button right there. It says listen live. You just click it and then you can listen to our stream. Now, if you want to listen to this again or in its entirety, maybe you have to leave in the next few minutes. That's fine. What you can do is go onto our website. Then what you do is pick programs and let's talk. And that's where you would see quality life services. And that'll be our podcast for the day. All right. I think we've gotten through all the business. Julie Toth is back. She's the community liaison for personal care. Also, Ann Wormuth is here, director of brand management. And I say, Ann, welcome to, <laughs> you know, Butler. <laughs> Last time I talked to you, you were over in Philly at the yes, time. So, yes. but with the, the fun part of what we do, we talk to you over the phone. So, Julie, nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Yeah. And Ann, nice to see you as well. Thank you. Nice welcome. to see you. Thank yeah. you. So let's uh, kind of go first with the, uh, the COVID protocols, how you're all doing right now and and visitation um julie you want to take the visitation policy of this or and yes. either one of you can jump in <laughs> okay but yeah so what has been happening with quality life services with the visitation well the, so the visitation has not begun yet for the face-to-face what we are currently doing is following the the state guidelines uh we follow we look at the county um uh, rates okay for mm-hmm. um uh Oh my gosh. The numbers, the numbers and the stats yeah, and yeah, all of that. See, yeah. yeah, all the yeah. numbers. So currently, uh, we don't have any face-to-face visitation. What we're looking to do is when our buildings are, have been um, COVID-free for 14 days and the counties are in the green, we will begin to look at visitation um, in the buildings again. Uh, Maybe it's through window visits. Um, What we are looking at right now um, through our corporate medical director is when a a resident has gotten vaccinated and their 14 days post that second vaccination, they are saying that they can leave the facility with their families and do some outside visitations. So they can leave the facility, um, of course, you know, within reason not to do Um, you know, major outside with, you know, 400,000 people, right, right, but family visits um, and keeping it, uh, keeping it in small small groups. Mm -hmm. Um, But they are uh, saying that 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 is fine for the residents to leave the facilities once the 14 day and the second vaccination has been done. So we're taking some baby steps in the visitations, but uh, and that's even without families being vaccinated. Uh, so that's a t- step in the, the right direction. But f- people coming into our facilities, we're not quite there yet but we have hopes that we're heading in the right direction for that. And I can't speak for everyone. I'm just going to hope I speak for everyone. We all just want this to be done tomorrow. But 
it, it's taking a while, of course, to get there. And even with the vaccine news out, I mean, we've talked to the Butler Health System. We've talked to doctors. So, you know, I mean, this is a general comment, but it, of no fault of quality of life services, it's taking a while. It's taking a while to get to that point. And so the vaccines, how have they been able to, have you been, how, how's your access to vaccines? Our access to vaccines has been good. Okay. We, uh, we partnered with Walgreens and CVS. Uh, all our facilities have gone through the second uh, clinics of our vaccinations, uh, and our third ones are well on the way. Actually, I just got our numbers today. Uh, that over 80, I think it was 80% of our, I'm sorry, 90% of our residents chose to get vaccinated. And over between 45 and 50% of our staff chose to get vaccinated. So the access was there between Walgreens and CVS. So we were, we were very blessed with the access to, to vaccination. So anybody that wanted it, was able to get vaccinated. Now, if I remember correctly, you have different locations. Correct. And it depends on where they uh, partner. Like some locations may go Walgreens, some exactly. may go with, yeah, I remember exactly. us having that conversation. So how about here in, in the immediate Butler area, who have you partnered with and how is that partnership rolling? Uh, so I believe that Sarver and Apollo um, partnered with CVS and then Shakura, I do believe, partnered with Walgreens? I believe that's right. Yeah, and, and I haven't heard anything but rave reviews about them coming in there, being completely organized, um, you know, going floor to floor to, or area to area mm -hmm. for residents, and then again, g giving the, uh, the staff exactly what they needed. Uh, coming up the second time, we had all the consents that we needed, uh, and running really like a fine-tooth comb. Uh, with everything that was needed to to get done. Yeah, I was actually present at the first clinic at Sarver, so the first dose to residents, and kind of just in the background watching, seeing what the reception was. And more often than not, I heard residents say, "I I'm so excited for this. Mm -hmm. I have been waiting for this." They rolled their sleeve up. They're ready to go. Like there was no hesitation and it really was like a well-oiled machine the pharmacists and the and everyone from Walgreens or CVS had all of the doses ready they knew who was coming up next and whatever staff member from um, quality life services that followed had the consent consents and they I mean it just it flowed and it got it done pretty quickly and no one said oh I changed my mind they were all welcoming and ready, ready and yeah. a few wanted their picture taken to show their right? family take the selfie yes, right yeah that I they know. got yeah. vaccinated and i thought well that is so awesome that they're this you know excited and rightfully so they right. want to like we all do want to get on and kind of live our life to the best that we can so i thought taking those pictures i thought oh yeah this is this is yeah, a good thing that's good <laughs> so when it comes to quality life services and you have professionals coming to a location is, is that the one opportunity that they get or will they come back for another um, opportunity? And I say that because a, a lot of us have been, you know, again, I've been talking to Butler Health System, so we're, we've been talking about the community going to, you know, the opportunity for that. But you're in a different situation because the professionals are coming to you. So let's say they come on a Monday. <laughs> you know, let's say they pick Butler and they say, okay, let's, for example, let's just say we're going coming on Monday. I, is that the only date that they'll come for the first shot? Or will they say, okay, if we missed anyone, then we'll come another day? How does that work? It's, it's all, it was all pre-planned. Oh, okay. We had okay. the scheduled date that they were going to come for the first clinic. 
Then they were scheduling that second clinic, uh, and I think that was three weeks uh, after the second clinic Mm -hmm. because you needed the first shot, and then you needed the second shot, so that was pre-planned, and then the third shot. So originally, there was some discussion as to whether they would give you the first shot on the third clinic. So there was a little bit of discrepancy there. Uh, I think they got that all straightened out. So all those clinics were pre-scheduled. Okay. Uh, so there wasn't a, a lot of uh, give and take. So you could have, so if you were scheduled to, if you chose not to do something in the first clinic, you know, if a lot of people were a little iffy, oh, I don't think I really want to do it. You could then sign up for the second clinic. Uh, and then even if the second clinic, you still weren't sure, you still had the opportunity to sign up for the third clinic. So you had three clinics, but only two shots. Like whenever you get the shot, you only have to have two shots. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So you had different opportunities. So yes. are you done or do you still have clinics to go? Um, we are the, the last of the clinics are just finishing up this next week and a half, two weeks. Okay. But the first two clinics are done. Uh, and then again, we're just finishing up on our third. So you said about 90%, 80, 90%, you know, d- decided to do this. What if you have that person or two who now decides, I'd like to go ahead and get this done? Will folks come back in or will do they wait then to go to like the hospital to have that vaccine? I think we're going to have to find an alternative uh, way for them to get the vaccine. Okay. I don't believe that the Walgreens and the CVSs will be coming back into our facilities. Not that I have heard. Okay. So I think we're going to have to find another alternative, whether it be through hospital systems or, you know, finding a way for our local pharmacies um, to to bring them to the local pharmacies. We'll have to find an alternative way. And the vaccines were kind of being rolled out in waves. So long-term care patients and were the first, I guess they they, 1A, phase 1A. Mm -hmm. So if you missed that, I would say quality life services Offering it to staff during that time was a benefit of being in the long-term care setting. And if you kind of, not skipped, but waited on that, Decided to wait, you yeah. have to mm-hmm. then maybe wait to the phase that you more qualify in outside of what was offered in the facility. So it you can get it. It'll just depend on where you fall in the next three phases, two phases. And I think a key is, and what you said is that you're finding an alternative. I mean, you're Absolutely. there to take care of your Absolutely. you know, family, if you yeah. will. We're, we're finding that. We're also finding yeah. that where, where a patient um, or a person got the, the first dose, um, you know, in, in a place in Allegheny um, because she was at home and then subsequently went to the hospital and needs that second dose. Mm-hmm. So we're working with the hospital systems and we're working with that patient when she's coming into us. She needs the second dose. We'll work through it. Yeah. We'll find a way for her to get that second dose. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's just what you do. Absolutely. Because, you know, we want everybody to be vaccinated. If she wants it, we're going to figure out a way to make absolutely. that happen. And Julie, I want to ask you, because we've talked about this before and how quality life is so dedicated to the residents and, mm-hmm. and taking care of the residents. Any thoughts you want to share about that today? It's just apparent in every day, um, like I said, attending that vaccination clinic and just the morning calls within staff talking about the patient caseload, what's going on, who's out, how can we help the family, or the family's calling and how can we make arrangements for phone calls between the family member and the resident. It's just It's not all in one person. We work as a team, a team-centered focus, and it's just we go above and beyond. It sounds like the smallest little need of 
Mrs. Jones needed her glasses, and her family can't get them in, but we will meet them, we'll get the glasses, we'll bring them in, have them for that resident. It sounds simple, but it, it means a, a lot to the it family. Yeah, absolutely. So we, I don't know of anything we've turned away that we can't have with <laughs> within reason, but yeah. we try. I mean, the residents are an extension of our family. Quality Life Services is a family-owned organization, and it. some people might think, oh, okay, family-owned. It's the truth. They, the ownership lives by it. They treat staff by that ideals, and we treat our residents and patients with that ideal also. Let's get the contact information now. I know we have plenty of time to still spend with you today, but what's the contact, or, or how do we find you online? Or We have a website, qualitylifeservices.com, and we also can be found on Facebook. We have a local number, but I do know that if you have a referral or any kind of question about facility information there is an 800 number and Anna, i'm going to toss it to you because i know you memorized <laughs> that number <laughs> i know our local one but i'm like oh i better oh, just give yeah. out the eight. that's good because i don't know the local yeah. number so there we go uh, that's in a team. team we just talked about a team yes. right. oh my gosh, there yeah. we go. so the it would be 888 um 835-4557 and and that it's just an easier number and they can just direct you to wherever you need right that's the number that covers all 10 of the facilities uh that can help you with you know whether it be family home health or three rivers hospice the personal care it's just easier to call one number and they can get you where you need well and let me stick with you for a minute because uh one of the things i'm curious about that i don't think we've talked about a lot on this station or, or the programs is the family perspective of what's happening with personal care homes. And I know you're only here to talk about quality life services. I mean, that's who you're representing. So what are your families saying? What is the feedback that, that the families are giving you? Well, and actually, we can, we, I can talk about that because we do, um, we send out um, surveys. Uh, and we uh, most recently did um, surveys to our short-stay patients. So some are filled out by families, some are filled out by the residents. Um, and it was the short-stay population. Uh, and the surveys were sent out between July and December, so that's all, you know, a, a that's pretty a, good portion a, a of what we went good through. Portion. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was in the midst yep. of a pandemic, you know, and, and what I will say is, I got to tell you, I was quite nervous. You know, right? we don't mm-hmm. know what people are going to say. Let's face it. I look at our Facebook feedback and sometimes people are honest. They're, mm-hmm. they're very honest. Um, so that's I, a polite way to put it, but go ahead. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I've searched it, for that word it, many times. Well, I'd much rather people be transparent. Right, 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 you know, right, I really right. would. Yeah. Um, so what I was astonished with in the midst of a pandemic is looking at the results of this survey is 97% of the people that were surveyed we're satisfied with the quality of our nursing care. I'm That's sorry, in the yeah. midst of a pandemic, I, I just, I almost get chills with that because I've seen these surveys before. And, and they were honest because they also complained about the food. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> you know, sure. yeah. I mean, they did. Yeah. In the same survey, they they really, you know, weren't thrilled with the eggs in the morning. Um but when when the world was feeling unsafe, they felt safe. You know, that, that's the way I interpreted mm-hmm. it. You know, they didn't say they felt safe. But let's face it, if they were 
if they were satisfied with the quality of our nursing care, and that came in two in two questions. It was nursing care and nursing aid care. Okay. Uh, Talk about uh, both of those, because for those of us who don't live your lives every day, we don't know the difference between the terminology. And so the nurse, the nurse's aid is the one who comes to you every single day uh, and is the one that really is, is up close and personal with you. They're the ones that's helping you get dressed and is helping you maybe wash yourself. You know, it's very, very personal. Um, and they're the ones who, you know, they're, they're just there to help you. Uh, and then the nurse is the one who's probably um, taking your temperature or giving you pills or, you know, they're, they're just such a, um, you need them. The bottom line is when you're in a nursing home or when you're in skilled rehab, you really need those people. You count on those people. Um, so for 97% mm-hmm. to feel as if the quality that they got from those people was, was satisfactory during a pandemic when, again, I was answering phones and people were complaining that we weren't answering the phones quick enough. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. You know, family members were beside themselves because they couldn't visit. You know, they, they weren't allowed. They were looking in the windows and they were concerned and rightfully so. They were nervous that that we weren't taking care of mom and dad. But mom and dad told us that it was okay through and, the surveys. I'm sorry. I get so. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's major. It was just major. The AIDS, were they in the best way I can explain it is the hazmat suits. I know they're PPE, but were they in the, the full protective suits? They had to be. If, if we were COVID positive, yes, they were. Okay. And As the, the nurses were too. Okay. And the yes. reason I ask that, because I think that adds an added layer to the surveys that you're giving out, because in a normal year, if we could say that way, uh, you could give out these surveys and you could have 95 or what 97 <clears throat> excuse me percent satisfaction but you add in the layer as you're saying about a pandemic and you're in a building and you really can't get out and no visitation but then you have the people that you know and love because they're taking care of you in these suits coming in and and it that's got to be hot that's got to be tiring that's got to be but yet if they're still doing their job then you're getting the results in that survey that's right and there's no physical touch you know, I mean that. Well, or, or the feeling of physical right, touch. Right, right, Let's right, right. Without the gloves way. and that's yeah, right. Yeah, right. With the right. gloves and the masks and the, and the shields and and it, but they they felt that it was satisfactory. So you're talking about, if I'm understanding you right, the 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 patients, the the the, um, the the ones that you care for. We'll put it that way. How about the family members? Did you have a separate survey for them, or what did they tell you? Well, the, and this survey is it's an, it's basically um, anonymous. Oh, so okay. So you had a mix. We, we we probably had a mix, right? So okay. we're not sure. It was it was sent to those that were um, anticipated short stay, so those that were discharged home. Now, in the past, we do do long-stay patients, so those, but that's not the, what these result, results Could were. you have people in the short stay during a pandemic and then go home, or did they have to stay longer than anticipated? Oh, well, both. Oh, okay. Both, absolutely. But this particular survey were those that were discharged home. Okay. Yes. Anything else that you took away from that particular survey? Um, 
No, I think besides I, the eggs weren't the best. <laughs> <laughs> that can be I, fixed. I know, right? <laughs> we'll get that. Well, you know, my kids say the <laughs> eggs aren't the best. Exactly. So you know, when it boils exactly. down to it, hearing how the, the patients felt safe, they were happy in their care. That's what we strive for. That's what makes quality life services above the rest. Our care, bottom line, is our nursing care, our therapy care, our aid care, dietary. We take that very, very serious. With When it comes to meals, yes, we want to know what you like, what you don't like, how can we change it up, but that is an easy fix. Right. As long as our nursing care is, is top-notch, everything else <laughs> can be worked out. So I... It's it's wonderful to hear that, and I saw that. That's why they're they're called healthcare heroes. Right, they were in that PP. They were doing. They wanted to touch, and they wanted to be caring for their their resident how they're used to spending time talking. That close connection. They had to kind of look at it from a different way, and the patients still got that connection to that they're used to with the hat, the gloves, the mask, the everything going on. So, our, kudos to all of our staff. They really are the heroes. And you, what you listed seems to be the physical aspect of living. How about the emotional side of what you all had to deal with, but not only you and, and your employees, but for the residents? Again, if you're getting a high survey, then you've done a lot of things right, and that's a good thing. But what about the emotional aspect? How did your care team take care of those residents emotionally? Went on the inside, outside from the PP dress that staff had to wear, Went, the day went as normal. There were activities. So if there was some type of communal or social activity, unless it was the facility was all in red and everyone kind of had to stay in their rooms, when it started to go yellow and green, there were still activities. There were activity coordinators in there. There were different events going on. They have movies. They kept pretty much as normal as they could, depending on where they were in the red, yellow, sure. green mm-hmm. stage. Sure. The staff was still there. They were taught, you know, having the interactions. The family could call. The family could Skype or Facebook, um, not Facebook, FaceTime. FaceTime, yeah. And have yeah. that communication. There were even the ability where a res- a family member could come into the corridor and see the loved one through the window and talk on a phone. Or t- and they could talk to each other and physically see each other without touching. We tried to do our best with having that interactions as we could safely. So we we really did try to keep it normal. And I, normal is a word that I don't think we'll ever I know. have the How same is meaning that again. Defined? Yeah, right. But we really, we, we, we strive to have some normalcy. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think what I want to share, I, I've been in this industry for longer than I really want to admit, <laughs> um, is that, that a lot, I think that John Q. Public, honestly, doesn't really understand the connection that most people that work in nursing home have. So, I, and I didn't bring it with me, but there was, other than this survey, we, d- we do get a lot of feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got feedback from one family member um, and the little things about what the dietary aid did for mom um, and how when she delivers a tray, she, she always makes mom feel like um, she's her own mom. And there's laundry aides who are there every day who greet Mrs. So-and-so in a way because they get to know her. So there's, there's a bond that 
the employees make with these residents day after day after day after day that you really almost become the secondary family. And I don't think that um, that most people realize the bond that 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 you just make mm-hmm. with residents in a nursing home. Uh, and I'm glad you're saying that, and I'll share this story with you. It was my mother-in-law when she was still alive and in a nursing home, and she was in her final days, but um, it wasn't even in this county. So it was, it was, you know, not even, it's not quality life or any. But it was interesting because when we went to visit her at whatever given point, um, whatever she was seeing, you know, I'm trying to ask her questions, and she wasn't responding to me. But wouldn't you know she responded to one of the caretakers? And they came in, they must have recognized what was happening, and and. She, the caretaker sat down beside her bed and the caretaker then asked her a question and I could then see what was going on. So I backed up, you know, it wasn't my space anymore. And, um, and yet now they had a conversation. And so it was just, I'm glad that you're mentioning that because you don't see that every single day. Right. And, and, and what I will say is that the people that work in the nursing homes, whether it be the dietary staff or the housekeepers or the nurses, they're so humble this is what they do every single day, and it just comes so naturally to them, and they are so humble that they don't recognize what they do. I see it from the outside looking in, and I've recognized it, but they don't see that. Um, there's some family members that do see it, and, and they recognize it, but that's the kind of stuff that that I see every single day um, that didn't change mm-hmm. during the pandemic, that is still there. Um, that is so important um, that I just I just needed to share that because that doesn't change whether there's a pandemic or any pandemic yeah. or anything, but it's always there. Was there, I'm sure there was an element of um, concern for one's own health in the beginning of all of this. I mean, everyone's a human being, so I can understand why that would be there. But did it quickly turn or did it turn over time for your caretakers into determination into an element of perseverance of they have a job they know what they're going to do and and they're going to make this work somehow well what was the mindset if if you can talk to that I know you're not here representing everyone but um just the mindset of of a of of a person in that position being a caretaker in a home and 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 one reason why I want to ask you this one I'm curious but two as I saw again on social media you know, someone had posted, I could tell that they had worked in some facility, I'm not sure exactly where, but they said, we don't get enough credit, you know, and, and I agree. <laughs> you know, yeah. I agree. So I'm just, I'm just wondering, you know, what, what was the mindset as they went through this year, generally speaking? I can speak to that a little bit, kind of twofold. Personally, my mother-in-law is a nurse and she's a hospice nurse and she was going into homes. Nothing changed for her other than what she had to wear going into the home. It was just another day in in the realm of nursing. She went in. She cared for the patient. She spent time with the patient. She listened to the family's needs. <clears throat> she listened to goals. It it was this person is sick. I need to take care of this person to the best of my ability. The outside world might seem like it's f- crumbling, but inside the four walls of this home, she is a nurse, and there is a patient that she needs to take care of. So it was just a their duty didn't change. It might have looked different, and they had to maybe a little more obstacles 
But they were laser. I mean, she was focused yeah. on her patients and what they needed and how she could make it work. She did. And that is, I feel like anyone who's, who is in a clinical setting has that same mentality. They chose to be a nurse, an aide, at a diet, dietary housekeeping in a long-term care facility. Their goal is to make the resident, the patient, happy, comfortable, safe, and healthy. Yeah. I don't think that changed. So nurses, <laughs> they're strong. <laughs> they are. They're they strong are. and determined. So certain things with perseverance, yes. They they embodied everything. Everyone in, in the healthcare field kind of had to, like, tighten their belt a little bit and just keep going to work. It didn't change for us. We had to do what we needed to do the most safe get it way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at the clock. I'm so sorry. We only have like a minute left. And I'm like, <laughs> I could keep you guys here all day. Can we just keep talking? Um, you know, I, I just want your final thoughts as I always do. I know Julie is used to me asking you this. So Anne, I'll ask you uh, first your final thoughts and just our, our discussion today. Oh, my final thoughts. Well, and, and I, yeah, in a minute, right? In a minute. <laughs> in a minute. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, uh, I think that um, I just feel in my heart that we're coming out of this, that we're just coming out of it. I and Maybe I have my rose-colored glasses on, uh, but I just feel in my heart that um, I see a light at the end of the tunnel, that visitations will in some way, it may be a little bit different, will begin again, uh, that we are coming back to some sort of... Um, normalcy uh and that uh, and i and i have to believe that whether yeah. i have my rose-colored glasses on or not right that's what i'm thinking because it'll uh, that'll keep my sanity i'm behind you on it <laughs> i totally <laughs> that am. will keep my sanity right julie yes. your final thoughts i second everything ann said <laughs> <laughs> she put it together so nicely oh <laughs> i love it julie toth of course the community liaison with quality life services and ann wormuth is the director of brand management with quality life services thank you both for for thank coming you. by today it was uh, good much. information that survey i'll be interested as as we go along in the year on on what happens and we'll look forward to hearing about visitations happening again sometime folks if you would like to listen to this program in its entirety once again maybe you joined us a bit late you can go onto our website at wisr680.com and what you do is you pick programs let's talk and then you would look for quality life services thanks so much for joining us i'm tracy morgan with let's talk